on a regular basis. I praise God for that opportunity. So, so it goes on. So Paul's there at Herod's Praetorium being held. Now, after five days, Ananias, the high priest, came down with the elders and certain, a certain orator named Tertullus. And these gave evidence to the governor against Paul. So let, let me just tell you who these folks are. I looked up Ananias, high priest. Okay, now when you think of high priest, Ananias, what do you think about? Just, just think about it for a second. What, do you, what are you thinking about? Huh? Well... Here's the thing. Do you, think about, do you think about mean and brutal and, and was very, very cruel to people? And, and was, do you think of a high priest in that way? Well, that's how they described Ananias. That's how they, one, of, one of the most brutal, one of the most brutal high priests in, in, their, in his day. And then, and then this guy, Turtleus, the orator. So let's think about that for a minute. Who is who is a now you gotta th- you gotta think because I'm looking for one answer. You you might have ten, but I'm looking for one. Okay. And but but who who handles themselves well with words? And I know you could say orator. Okay, that's what okay, but there's another word, there's another thing that he was. And you gotta think about it. He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. So, you know what? Did they, ha- did, did they try to stack the odds against Paul? Did they look for the best, the best person to say what needed to be said? You, you know, did they? So, so here, he, this is who's coming. This is who's coming to, to state the case against Paul. Now, the, all this mess that they say about Felix, you, you, you know, you, you, you heard it. You heard it. And... Uh, Seeing that through you, we enjoy great peace. And prosperity is being brought to the nation by your foresight. We accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness. Nevertheless, not to be tedious to you any further, I beg you to hear by your courtesy a few words from us. Now, you know what? I I, I hate to say it. Felix was eating that up. Felix was eating that up because that was the kind of person that he was. Okay, there, there are people, there are people that have to have the praise of men. There are people that have to have the praise of other people. Okay? And 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 if they don't, if they don't get it, if they don't get it, then they they are devastated. Then they're devastated. And and, and I tell I tell you. Preachers have to be careful of this too. Preachers have to be careful of this too because it could affect it could affect the message a preacher brings. You hear what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? In, in other words, in other words, if they if they like the praise of men, if they like the pat on the back, if they like the good conversation about about a good message, then you know what? They could find themselves in the trap of doing that Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. And I tell you what, it's a slippery slope. It leads to a very, a very bad place. May God have his way with every preacher every Sunday morning. May God do a work. May God do a work through the pastors, through the teachers, through the ones who handle 
this through the ones who handled this. May God have his way in that. And then, it, and then, and then he starts, Turtles starts to talk about Paul. And he calls him a plague. He calls him a plague. You ever been called that before? Or something close to it? Ever been called a name before? Ever been? And, 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 so, and so it starts. And, and there, were actually, there were actually three things. There were actually three things that Turtles laid out. And, and believe it or not, and believe it or not, some of them were worthy of death. Some of them were worthy of death. The very first one was sedition or insurrection. In other words, in other words stirring up a mob. Stirring up, stirring up a revolt because, and, and, and that's, what, that's what they accused Paul of. Another one was, was secretarianism. Secretarianism, when he, said, when, when he said here that he was a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. In other words, in other words he came up with this cult. He came up with this cult. And oh, oh by, the way, you, by the way, you Romans, you better watch out when something like that happens because it can rise up against you. Okay, so, so again, and then there was another one, and it was sacrilege. It was, it was that, he, that he had profaned their temple, that he had profaned against their laws, and so on. And we know that that wasn't true. We know that, that those things weren't true. In fact, in fact, if you, if you marched it out time-wise, there wasn't enough time to do these things. There wasn't enough time to do from when he got to Jerusalem to when he's here on his way and there with Felix, that, that there's not enough time there. And oh, by the way, it's not like that they thought it was important to get there, on, get there quickly. So they waited. It took them five days to get there. It took them five days to get there. And, and so here he continues to say these things. And then look at who they blame. And then look at who they blame. As if it's not enough just to blame, to, to blame Paul for all of these things. And they're trying to get Felix to make a determination. They're trying to get Felix to make a determination that will have Paul sentenced to death. Now, why do we know that that's not going to happen? Why do we know Paul is not going to die at Caesarea? Why do we, how do we know that? Because we know the rest of the story. Yes, that's exactly right. We, we have the book. But, 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 but. What did God say to Paul? What did God say to Paul? Let's go back to 2311 and just remember this little piece of conversation that the Lord had with Paul. But the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. Are we in Rome? No, we are not in Rome. No, we are not where God is sending him. God, in a matter of speaking, God said, I got your back. I got your front. I got your left side and I got your right side. I've got you. Just, just be of good cheer. Just be of good cheer and keep on telling and pe- keep on telling people about Jesus along the way. Because that's what I've called you to and that's what I'm going to use you for. And, and, and you know, I, so, so it twists a little bit and here's the twist. This is, this is who Tertullus then begins to blame. But the commander Lysias came by with great violence and took him out of our hands. So who are they blaming now? Blaming the commander. They're blaming the tribune, the one who, who oversees a thousand, 
who wrote that letter about Paul and sent it to Felix and everything. Now they're trying to, now they're trying to get him in trouble for what he's done, for what he's done and how he's done it. And he goes on to say, commanding his accusers to come to you by examining him yourself, you may ascertain all these things of which we accuse him. In other words, he wouldn't let us do it the way we wanted to do it. Well, that's because they wanted to kill him. And, and, and oh, by the way, do you remember what Claudius Lysias wrote in this letter? That in everything they've shown me, in everything they've said, in everything, I've seen nothing that is worthy of chains or what? Death. Chains or death. So I, you know, I asked you the question, what would your letter say? Here's another question. What would your accuser say? What would your accuser say if they came after you? You know, we, we, need, to live, we need to live a life um, in line with who we are. And I'm not saying that's a perfect life. I'm not saying that's a perfect life at all. Because, because you know what? Life gets tough sometimes, doesn't it? Things get tough sometimes in the, in, in the midst of that. But, but you know what? When they, when they come after us, the word is clear that when our accusers come, that when our persecutors come, that you know what? They really shouldn't have anything, anything to blame us with except the gospel. Accept the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That, that ought to be what they come and blame us with. And, and you know what? If that's what they're going to blame, because there are people around this world in prison right now because of their faith, because of what they've said about Jesus, because of, what they, because of their profession of faith before others, because they've taught God's word, because, because they've, you, you, you know what? There are some people that don't have this. So you know what they've done? You know what they've done? You know how they have it? They've written down everything they remember. They've written down everything they remember, and they pass it around to one another. That's one of the ways that they get the word to one another. And then, you, you know what? There might be a copy of God's word in some way, shape, or form. And, and you know what? There, there are some people, there are some people that, that have issue with this. But you know what? If this was the only Bible, and I had to share it with every one of you, and, and it was difficult to get it to every one of you, and so on and so forth, you, 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 know, what I, you know what I need to do? I need to read it, and then I need to tear it out, and I need to send it on. And I need to read the next one, and I need to tear it out, and I need to send it on. Because you know what? It doesn't matter if it's bound in this book. It doesn't matter if it's bound in this book. The 66 books of this Bible are the 66 books of this Bible, whether they're bound like this or not. Okay? Whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get the Word of God, to get the Word of God to people, and and. May we, may we remember, we talk about remembering people that have given their life for the sake of this country, for the sake of others around the world. Well, what about the life that Jesus gave? What about the life that Jesus gave for each and every one of us? Died for each and every one of us, that our sins, that our sins could be forgiven, that our sins could be cleansed, that our sins could be as far as the east is from the west. That's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus died. Jesus did that for you, and he did that for me. And, and, and you know what? There's no, there's, no, there's no greater message that we could ever share. You know, you know what? I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. 
I've been thinking about it all week, actually. The Good News Club. The Good News Club. What, 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 a, what a good name. What a good name for a club. What a good name for a club in, in one of our public schools. In one of our public schools. And, and I, was thinking about, I was thinking about the photographer that came in there and was snapping pictures, snapping pictures at us, and we really didn't know what it was about. And then, we, and then we found out that it was going in the yearbook. What will she say? What will the caption be? What will the caption be about this club? That, by the way, I don't know what she knows anything about. You know, you, you hope. You, you, she did know it was the Good News Club. Yeah, she did know it was the Good News Club. Did she know what the good news was? Did she know what the good news is? So, man, Wow. And, it, and, and you know what? This, this group of Jews that came, came with the entourage to, con, to condemn Paul, to have Felix, to have Felix um, judge him as worthy of death, judge him as worthy of death, so that, so that they could be rid, so that they could be rid of another, of another dissenter, in a matter of speaking. And it said, and the Jews also assented, maintaining that these things were so. So I don't know where you're at this morning, other than right here. I don't know where you're at. I don't, I don't know where your faith is. But you know what? God has given us everything we need. He's given us everything we need to live this Christian life. He's given us everything. And, and you might be sitting here this morning and you say, but pastor, I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. And, and you know what? That's not, that's not hard. We can work that out. We can help you with that. We can help you understand. We can help you understand who Jesus is. We can help you understand what Jesus has done. Oh, by the way, you don't want to miss next week. You don't want to miss next week. Next week, the waters of baptism will be stirred again. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Okay? I'm pretty happy every time that happens. Every time that, that block right there is missing. And all you can see is, all you can see is into the uh, baptismal pool. You know, I, I just want to, I, I want to praise God for what he is doing, for what he is doing. I want to praise God for what he's doing downstairs, for what he's doing downstairs with our children, with our children. We got vacation Bible school coming. You, you, you know what? And, and we need your help. We need your help. And, and because we want it to be, we want it to be a great opportunity for kids to hear about Jesus. Hard things nights. Sunday nights. Another opportunity for kids to hear about Jesus. We got children. We got children that are right. I mean they are teetering. I mean they are, they are teetering. And you know what they're teetering on? They're teetering to make that decision for Jesus Christ. They're that close. They're that close. They're just trying. They're so young. They're just trying to understand. They're just trying to understand it all. And put it all and put it all there so they can so they can and, and you know what? Praise God for our children's teachers who are teaching them and helping them. So whatever, whatever God is saying to you this morning, however God is dealing with you, working on you, let him have his way. Let him have his way. There's no better place to be than centered in God's will, than being where God wants us to be. Let's pray. Dear most precious Heavenly Father. Lord, again, we love you, honor you, praise you, thank you. Lord, thank you for, thank you for Paul's life. Lord, I thank you for how you used um, Claudia's license. 
Lord, I thank you. Um, I thank you for how your plan plays out no matter what others may think. And Lord, um, Lord, I think about that, that verse in Proverbs that says that, you know what, our, our heart, and, and, and we, can, we can choose our course, but, but in it, you direct our every step. The way in which we get from one place to another, you direct the steps of how we get there. And Lord, um, Lord, I just want to give you the praise, the honor, the glory for all that you're doing. Lord, and, and, and if there be decisions that need to be made in here this morning, then Lord, I pray that, that those that need to make decisions, whatever those decisions are, will make them. And Lord, we'll give you the praise, the honor, the glory for, for what you and you alone are doing for what you and you alone can do. Lord, they did not come here this morning to see me. They came here this morning to see you. Father, we all came here this morning to see you, to hear from you, 